Hi, and welcome to the Amadeus Travel Tech Talk podcast. I'm Emma Symington, and I'll be your host for today's episode, where we will explore how we're rebuilding travel. I have the great pleasure to be here today with Amadeus's president of travel, Desius Balmorvida, and a representative from one of the travel industry's most influential and innovative companies, Expedia. Greg Schultz is Expedia's senior executive in travel and technology. So today, I'll be asking Greg and Desius to share their thoughts on the current state of the travel industry, what they think travel will look like in the future, and some of the lasting impacts from COVID-19 that we'll believe we shape the industry moving forward. Also, we're going to explore some of the findings from research commissioned by Expedia and Amadeus about traveler sentiment and what travelers really want. But before we get started, I would like to thank all of our listeners for joining and encourage you to check out other podcasts in this series called The Big Rethink. The whole series is focused on how the industry can recover from the impact of COVID-19, how tech can support in this recovery, and how to boost traveler confidence and trust. So let's get to it. So Greg and Desius, welcome and thank you for joining today. Hi, Emma. Hello. So. Let's get right into it. And I mean, travel is one of the most talked about topics in the media right now across all types of media. COVID-19 has really shone light on the fact that travel is an inherent part of our lives to see family, to work, to receive goods, to function, to function as a society. So as two of the biggest companies in the travel industry, can you share what data is showing us? Are people traveling? Where are they traveling to? What are people doing now in the land of travel? So, Desius, let's start with you from an Amadeus perspective. Yeah, thanks, Emma. So, I mean, we have seen uh, the recovery of the industry led pretty much by China and by United States. Those were two large domestic markets that recovered first. And it is good to see that we had, uh, let's say, the summer peak and that the industry is holding. So that was one doubt that existed. Could we keep the level of activity of the summer? And uh, so far, so good. And the other good news is we see many other regions joining the party. So we see recovery in South America. We hear, we see recovery in Europe. And we see Asia, which was the region that we felt was going to be the first one to recover, actually joining the club. So it's good to see that the whole world uh, is recovering, but we have a lot more insights and details, certainly from uh, Greg uh, and Expedia. So, Greg, what do you think about recovery? Well, I can I can tell you first, Desius, that airports are busy in the U.S., uh, where I've been traveling quite a bit, and our survey data does point to a swift recovery. Customers tell us that they want to travel; they're excited to travel. And the research, in fact, showed that, uh, and this was from the summer, three quarters planned to take a trip in the next 12 months. So three quarters of everyone's survey, which is a really a big increase from what we saw just six months prior, the end of 2020, where only about half of our respondents were optimistic about taking a trip. And, and people are really passionate, right? We've been, we've been stuck in our house uh, and people want to get out. In fact, one of our uh, questions was really interesting. We did the survey of 8,000 people around the world and a third of our respondents told us that they would rather receive more vacation days than a raise. 
So this is really something that we need to do, we haven't been able to do, and, um, and people are getting out there to, to see the world again. That's really fascinating, Greg, that people will trade their work days for more travel days. They want more holidays, which is a great sign for the travel industry. I know from an Amadeus perspective, we've also recently published a study looking at the traveler takeaways. So I see, Desius, if there's something from the MLA side of what travelers want, I know some of these findings are similar. Yeah, I think another detail, Emma, that is interesting is this has been a recovery that has been led by, by leisure. You know? So I think there is always the question around uh, business travel. When will that uh, come back? So I think that's another positive sign that we start seeing business travel uh, picking up again. My thermometer, it is uh, not as accurate as the surveys that we have done, but I'm taking it from my personal agenda. So I'm starting to have uh, all of my agenda booked all the way to March next year. So it means that I'm starting to have fights again with my kids about if I'm going to be around <laughs> to some of the events. So uh, at least on my uh, personal side, I feel that business travel is coming back. And that's another positive sign. So when, when will I see you here in the U.S., Decius? We've, we've opened the borders. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fighting strongly to get the visa. So the, the, the impediment is getting an appointment at the embassy. So uh, <laughs> as soon as that is done, we're going to be able to meet. And uh, it is like last time we saw each other, Greg, we had this great football match that was even uh, going on. So let's see if we can keep the level. Well, people are definitely uh, enjoying the events and everything that we've missed for so long. International travel is a big one, though, and we need to figure out how to safely open borders and make sure that the logistics work well so that it's not such a hassle to get permission to travel in and out of countries. Of course, we want to make sure that we're doing that safely, but international travel is, I think, the last frontier. Uh, domestic travel has been really strong for us, as you said, in the US and China. And Europe has done a pretty good job of allowing travel across borders. So looking forward to the transatlantic flights and transpacific flights, uh, really, to get going here. You've both talked about some of the challenges that we need to overcome to really get back to travel in the way that we traveled before, right? So international travel, what are some of the bigger impacts that COVID has sort of created and that they're here to say, what will help overcome these? What are some of the changes that we can make now to help us prepare in the short term, but also in the long term? Greg, should we start with you? Yeah. And really, it's hard to say exactly what normal is uh, or when we'll be back to normal, because this is an industry, a world really, that is constantly changing. But travel is resilient. And uh, we certainly expect people to get back to the levels of travel before too long. As Desius mentioned, perhaps business travel takes a little bit longer, but, but even that we're seeing really positive signs. But we need to listen and watch. Uh, we want to understand what is that friction in travel and try to address that and uh, make sure that our travelers are prepared so that when they're ready to take a trip, that they know what they need to do and can be excited about the experience of travel and not concerned about the, the logistics. 
We've also learned a lot through the crisis, and we have better capabilities and better technology than we did before the pandemic. And we believe that there is always something to learn in these challenges. And uh, certainly the technology is a key part of that, but also the partnerships that we have and to make sure that we understand how all of us in this ecosystem fit together, what role we all play and how we can better collaborate and build those partnerships that help us to deliver the experience that travelers want and expect. That's interesting that you've broken it down into sort of two areas of technology and collaboration. And I'd like to dive into both of those topics. But Decius, is there one particular one that you want to comment on first, either collaboration or technology? And then we'll come back to the other one. Perfect. I will obviously start with a technology uh, aspect. I think Greg uh, has mentioned that uh, on this rebuilding travel, there is a legacy of COVID which is uh, the same way as we have uh, physical security being a key legacy of what was uh, 9-11. I think what we have is the access to digital passenger information. And we have on our survey, uh, 90% of travelers are willing to share information around uh, health in order to facilitate their travel and taking those requirements and that hassle, as Greg mentioned, away. So I think that moving forward, the sharing of health information, of passaging information, the use of biometrics, all of these technology changes will be there to stay. None of us want a new pandemic to take place, but governments, for sure, will be on high alert of uh, making sure that the infrastructure is there to prevent that we have uh, such a similar impact caused by uh, future events that, that can take place. So I think that that is clearly a legacy. And the other one related to technology is how customers are willing to pay for technology. So uh, as this is an economies of scale game, lots of companies would see in fixed cost the best way of, as you are growing, being able to have for the same cost, more passengers and does drive scale. But on a downturn, as we had, reality is that having and being stuck on all of that fixed cost, it's complicated. So other technologies such as cloud and business models of selling software as a service, where you have a downturn of economic activity, necessarily translates into cheaper and lower costs in IT. I think that is something as well that everyone is looking at and saying, how can I make my IT costs and my technology costs variable. So for me, those are the two key points that will be legacy of this event. And that really just highlights my point about partnership, Emma, that we rely on Amadeus and other technology partners to provide that scale and those capabilities. And that's been really important through the pandemic and certainly into the future as we try to deliver on that customer experience and make sure that we have the right data and that we're providing the right services to our customers, we need great technology partners like Amadeus. We also need our travel providers, the hotels and airlines and car rental companies to understand what customers are looking for. And I think right now there's an expectation, a need for greater flexibility and as Desia said, this scalability across systems and how we 
achieve a greater velocity because everything is changing really quickly? How do we help our partners optimize in such an uncertain environment? And how do they do planning? I started my travel career in revenue management at an airline. And Desius, you know this, it's a impossible situation right now to do revenue management well. Uh, Forecasting in an environment like this is, is an incredible challenge. Fleet planning and all of the schedule changes that we're going through, these are uh, really complex problems our partners are dealing with. And so how do we provide technology data to help them do what they need to do? And then how do we help our customers when a flight gets canceled or schedule changes? How do we help them or they need to change with the new flexibility that our airlines and other travel partners are providing? How do we make sure that that customer experience works well in this rather uncertain environment. So that's the challenge. Now, I think we've learned so much through this that we're actually much better than we were in 2019 at dealing with such problems. It's really interesting that you say that's the challenge, right? And so we've now seen over the last 12, 18 months that travel is more of an interconnected industry than ever before. There's so many more players. There's so many more companies coming together and we have competition and cooperation and really collaboration across the board. So, Greg, I throw it back to you of how do you see the future? Where do you see the challenges we've identified? What are you looking forward to? Where do you see hope for the future on how things are going to change? As you said, Emma, it's definitely a connected ecosystem, isn't it? We learned that. And I think that's going to be a strength going forward um, because we all have to recognize what we do well and really focus on that, which we do do best. And know that this connected ecosystem requires smart technology. It has to be data-led. And that's what we're going to see going forward. And that's going to result in a better experience for the traveler and a better result for the companies that are providing the travel. There's also some really interesting trends that came out in our survey. So we talked about the sentiment, when do you want to travel or do you want to travel? Uh, But we also talked about what it is that's important when you think about travel. There's definitely now an increased focus on sustainability. And we're quite excited about that. How do we help our customers travel with their values. And we saw in the UK, for example, three in five travelers say they're willing to spend more to make their trip more sustainable. So how do we make sure that they have the right information that they need to make such a decision? We're also seeing travelers look for us to be a more inclusive industry. Two thirds of our travelers surveyed said that they're more likely to book with travel providers that identify their practices as inclusive. So Our travel sites are really working hard to make sure that we're providing that information to our customers and to help them make these informed decisions that reflect the values. Because really, travel is so personal and the pandemic has just caused us to be even more reflective and to think about what's more important. And so we, as the travel industry, need to make sure that we are investing towards that and that we're delivering that experience for our travelers. So, Desius, from an Amelia's perspective, I know there was some recent research about some of these traveler sentiments and wants that they're looking at. And I know that they've also looked at sustainability and inclusivity as a really interesting angle as well to look at. 
what from an Amadeus perspective or your perspective do you think are some of these topics that we need to keep in mind moving forward as we do really look to rebuild travel moving forward? Sure. I think Greg mentioned a couple of things that we are very much believing for the future. First is this positioning. The travel industry has grown in silos. So essentially, everyone has been looking at their offer and taking growth for granted. So it is like how I'm going to bring more passengers, more room nights, and travel is going to grow. So all of a sudden, because of COVID, and we can add sustainability in there, there is uh, starting to have questions around what is going to be the growth pattern uh, moving forward. So, I mean, we are optimistic. We know travel is resilient and uh, will continue to grow. But that we have slowly a shift from the discussion around uh, volume to value. So Greg mentioned here, what do we see at sustainability? Is it a challenge for the industry or is it an opportunity? So clearly, Greg has demonstrated how it can be an opportunity, provided that we can offer the information, provided that we can explain to customers what are the greener options. Probably that will lead uh, to even greater value for the industry and value that can be uh, split by all providers. So I think that is one shift. And I think the other shift that Expedia is very much as well the pioneering example is what we're talking about end-to-end traveler services. So as I was explaining before, the industry is organized around silos. And today, the experience of any consumer, whenever they're going to another industry, is to have uh, the industry looking at what is the customer flow and saying, we need to organize to make that customer have uh, the best possible experience because competition it is not happening within the industry, but between industries. No, So a customer can decide to buy a new mobile phone or take a trip. So the question is, what is going to be the experience with the travel industry as a whole? So it's like having this mentality about building the one-stop shop integrating all of these silos, creating that customer experience will require brands and travel companies to think very differently. We believe that Expedia is there, is part of their vision, and they're delivering on it. And our side, uh, we feel that that is a world that will require a lot of technology to orchestrate the traveler journey across all of the silos. And I think that's where Amadeus is investing, and we are very happy to have this partnership with Expedia because together, we feel that we're going to be able to make this vision a reality uh, moving forward. So Greg and Desius, when we look towards this future, I mean, nobody has a crystal ball, right? Nobody can predict what's going to happen tomorrow in a week or in a year's time of where the industry is going to be. But if you could say what one of your biggest takeaways is from all of this research that has been commissioned from both companies, what you're seeing, the conversations that you're having, What is it, the big picture thinking that we can look forward to? You've mentioned collaboration, sustainability, or have mentioned a more sustainable industry, whether that be environmentally, but also socially. What's the one takeaway for you that's the most important that you would love our listeners to hear? Greg, how about we start with you? Well, Emma, as I said, the pandemic has definitely caused us all to be more reflective. And as we think about what's most important, A lot of us, I'd say most of us, have just seen what we've missed. Uh, All that we miss when we can't travel is pretty significant in our life. And we have to realize and have to think about 
how much better it is when we can celebrate together, when we can go to that football match, Decius, when we do business in person rather than over Zoom, when we actually explore new places and connect with people around the world, friends and family, we all need to travel and we've been missing that. And as Desia said, this is a choice of how customers spend their money. And over the last year and a half or more, we've been in our house. We've done a lot of home upgrades and ordered a lot of online stuff. And now it's time to get out and experience the world. And uh, we need travel. So let's go. No, it's great. I couldn't agree with Greg more. Uh, Very inspirational. So we're going to have all of our road warriors getting out there and exploring. And uh, from a, a technology company point of view, we have an opportunity here to rebuild travel. So the question is, why not rebuild it better than it was before? So we have to accelerate the trends that existed already, which is this focus on the end-to-end journey, the make ease and take friction away from travel. So collaboration, use of biometrics, the digitalization of all providers, and uh, really working as an industry in tandem, no? So it is like we're building the product, uh, providers are putting it out the market, we're working with distributors, and everyone is aligned on this collaboration mindset to serve the needs of the traveler. So I think that that's the opportunity we have ahead of us. There is a lot of uh, demand uh, that is out there for us to be picking up. I think that everyone is ready and they have been packing their bags, just waiting for restrictions to be lifted so they can see the world. Uh, So a new growth cycle is coming and uh, we're going to enjoy it. And let's make the investments and make sure that we can deliver on that promise. So yes, quite like Greg, quite optimistic about the future. I think we're going to have a tremendous opportunity. Great. And hopefully the next time you both meet, you'll be able to see each other in person and not through a video conferencing screen. So Greg and Desius, I mean, we've come to an end of the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure to hear from both of you about where you see the industry. It's certainly clear that Amadeus and Expedia, you see a bright future for travel and the industry as a whole. And hopefully, as I say, you'll be able to see each other soon and those business trips and all of the leisure trips um, are fulfilling So whilst there are still so many challenges to overcome and navigate as we continue to recover and navigate through COVID-19, there's also a number of opportunities that you've both laid out today to really seize and rebuild the travel industry and rebuild it better, as you say, Desius. So thanks to partnerships like these, people like you coming together, we can definitely do it together and we'll all benefit, especially travelers, business and leisure. So thank you again for your time. And I really look forward to speaking with you both again. And finally, thank you to all of our listeners for joining this conversation. You can stay up to date on the latest news from Amadeus. And to catch the next episodes in our series, you can check out the insight section on the Amadeus website and follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.